All right, guys, the train continues rolling here with the second of two MMA OB Daily Podcasts here for your viewing pleasure. Sunday, June 19th, um, your host is always Adam Martin, joined by here. Big Marcel, my co-host as always, we just finished the UFC Austin recap, and now we're going to be previewing UFC Vegas 57. Just got some comments here. Steve's here. It is a good card, Steve. I mean, I don't think it's going to be as good as the Austin card, but, I mean, not many are going to be. Joe likes the podcast. Great, Joe. I'm glad you like it too, man. It works right now for us anyways. We'll, we'll try it out and see how it goes. Marcel forgot to set his alarm. No, Marcel was up before us. I mean, Marcel's been up for a while. Marcel, I appreciate you uh, having some flexibility here, my friend. I appreciate it. I, th- I think it's going to work out well. You know, we'll try it out for a while, see how it goes, Marcel. Um, at least, like I said, for the summer. That's what I can tell you guys we'll, we'll be doing. So, yeah, um, Marcel, uh, what's your thoughts on this card as I, I pull up the, uh, the odds and everything? UFC Vegas 57, your overall thoughts. I kind of love the card, dude. I definitely love the main card. I think finally we have, uh, besides one fight, it uh, all makes sense on the main card, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I like the card. I'm looking forward to it. And definitely the main and co-main event especially are crazy, I think. So, yeah. Right. No, I, I agree completely. One second here. Just trying to figure out what happened. Got to get the... Uh... What the heck? Um, One sec, guys. I don't know what happened to this preview podcast. Oh, here it is. I got it. Okay, cool. Yeah, Marcel, I'm looking forward to uh, to talk about this card with you as well. Um, we got well, we got a lot of fights here, guys. We're gonna be here for the next hour, breaking down all these fights with you, Marcel. And uh, I am looking forward to talking about these cards with you. Hey, Andrew, how's it going, man? I appreciate that, man. Thanks so much, dude. It is a Father's Day for me, my first one. I'm lucky I still have my dad. He's still alive, Marcel. Remember, Marcel, like they're not here forever, you know, Marcel. Unfortunately, sure. so that remember, I know you probably gave your dad a hug already today, but oh, yeah. you know, Marcel, like. We're not here forever, you know, and it's uh, life is short, man. You know, I I had a really crazy uh, incident actually uh, 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 during my trip, Mark. So I didn't talk about this anymore. It's kind of embarrassing, but uh, mm-hmm. I almost drowned. Um, Mark, so. I almost drowned. Yeah, I uh, made a mistake and I went swimming in the in the ocean and I just went too deep. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I wear glasses too, right? So I I can't really see how far the shore was. I, I was enjoying myself. I was having a great time. My, my uh, fiance and the kid were on the beach. There was no one else swimming in the water, and I'm just enjoying the water. All of a sudden, I started getting stuck back, Marcel, and I couldn't swim back. I started to panic a little bit, and uh, I'm just lucky I was able to, to think smart and get on my back and start kicking in. But I'm not going to lie, guys. This was really scary, and uh, it just made me realize, again, how short life is because we're not promised tomorrow, you know? So I'm really starting to, to, to see that again, Marcel. we got to take every day for what it is. Don't take mm-hmm. it for granted, guys. Enjoy every day because, again, we are not promised tomorrow, man. And uh, it was extremely scary, so I'm not going to lie. I was like, I was really scared. Um, I'm still a little freaked out about it, guys. I'm not going to lie because uh, it's a really shitty way to go that way. And I feel so bad that has passed away like that, Marcel, because you're alone, you're scared, and uh, the water just sucks you in, dude. I couldn't, dude, I'm a good swimmer. I couldn't get back, Marcel. The, the waves kept pulling me in. It was really mm-hmm. scary. Oh, anyways, I'm here, guys. I'm, I'm glad I made it back to you, but it could have been the end of Adam Martin. It could have been the end of the podcast, so I'm glad it's not the end because Marcel would have had to do it by himself, and it wouldn't have been as good if he just did it by himself. <laughs> I'm just joking, Marcel. <laughs> it's true, actually. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's All right. True. Anyways, I uh, love you guys, and I'm glad you guys are here with me doing the podcast with you. All right, so we are going to go through this card, Marcel. Uh, looking forward to talking about it. We're going to start with the the first fight here, guys. I'm just pulling up the uh, – I'm going to get the timestamps. I always do them during the card. A lot easier for me than going back afterwards. So pull them up here, Marcel. Let's start with the first fight, Marcel, here. And again, guys, I'm using uh, UFCstats.com. That's, that's the uh, the uh, the way we – the bout order. And you think it's going to change, Marcel, or you think it's pretty uh, 
I think it stays this way. It stays okay. this way. Also, the UFC showed it on the broadcast yesterday. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, and yeah, Joe, I'm just looking at the comments. Joe, it was freaking scary, dude. Like, I mean, I, I didn't realize how far out I was at that point, and I was enjoying myself so much, and then I'm like, holy shit, I can't swim back. My body seized up. It was so weird. I've never had this happen. My body was seizing up, and I, I couldn't move my upper body, so I got my back and started kicking. That's the only reason. I, I knew how to swim on my back. That's the only way I, I survived it, Marcel. I was, I was like, this close to, to drowning, man, and it would have been such a horrible, horrible way to go. Anyways, guys, I'm here. Let's talk about this uh, podcast. All right, let's go through the uh, the fights here, Marcel. We'll start with the first fight here. Jinyu Frey taking on Vanessa Demopoulos, Marcel, in the UFC women's strawweight division here. Um, looking forward to, to this fight. I mean, Vanessa, you know, listen, like, she's coming off a really nice win, right? And she's become, like, uh, she's she's getting a lot more confident, Marcel. You know, I'll say that. Like, she's doing a lot more interviews. Obviously, the Joe Rogan thing with the splits, jumping in his arms, pretty funny. But I don't know about this matchup for it. it might not be a good one because right now look at the odds, Marcel. Jin Frey minus two sixty five, plus two twenty five of Vanessa Demopoulos. So let's start with this fight, Marcel. Your thoughts on the first fight of UFC Vegas fifty seven? Yeah. Before I start, did you saw the tweet that Julia Marquez just put out put out on Twitter, or some random dude who uh, talking shit to him on uh, uh, DM for um, wake up sleepy hat you bum you had just got pieced up to the shadow realm you are dead. Yeah, people are fucked, dude. Don't, yeah, yeah. I, that's why I close my DMs. I don't want because people will message you that shit. I don't have my DMs. Same. I just only open for people who I follow. You know. Same here. Stuff. Same here. I don't understand why people do open them because, like, you really get you're letting yourself basically get harassed for no reason. Mm-hmm. But anyways, go ahead, Marcel. Give me your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, so, is this the first time that Ginger Frey is like the bigger, the the the, the higher fighter or the taller I think fighter? She's or a, like the taller. Sorry, the taller fighter. Yeah. Longer fighter, yeah, because she has looking at this fight, Marcel. Like, she has uh, she's one inch tall, but she's a six inch reach advantage, Marcel, right? Yeah. So, that's significant, yeah. Go ahead, she's uh, she's like already 37, but I mean, she, she, I, I think she's a pretty, she's a decent fighter, but I think the uh, I, I would think the Adam Wade division would be better for her, likely, you know. Uh, if you look at Vanessa Demopoulos, uh, she got dropped in her last fight again against Silvana Gomez Juarez, and then she got that arm bar, which was really good. You know, before that, uh, I know former LFA, but um, this is kind of a difficult fight to pick for me. I think many people will maybe go for Demopoulos, although she's uh, now she's an underdog in this fight. I feel like Frey can get the decision here, man. I think she makes it uh, she can makes it ugly and uh, uh, makes a lot of wrestling get, getting. I think Junju Frey wins the decision, man. Yeah, I'm leaning towards your way, but there's no fucking way in hell I would lay minus two sixty five with Junju Frey. Same. Are you kidding me? What a horrible line. The line is bad. I'm not saying it's wrong because I think she should win the fight. Vanessa's very one-dimensional, Marcel. Like she's got great submissions, but you know, Ginny Frey did get talked up by Kate Hansen, who you know is not in the UFC anymore. She's doing softcore pornography, it looks like, from, uh, from those scenes we've seen. I mean, you, you guys all saw the pictures on Twitter, I'm sure. Actually, um, only fans here. I, I don't know. Apparently, there's a video of her. I mean, that's what people are saying. I have no idea, though. I'm not paying for that. Um, I'm just saying, Marcel, like she could get submitted here because Vanessa's very dangerous at the armbar. We know that, right? But Jin Frey overall, I think, is the better fighter, Marcel. I think, she, like you said, wins a decision here. That's what I'm thinking. So that's mm-hmm. my pick on this one. What's up, Andy? Thanks so much. I appreciate that, dude. And for all the other fathers, I don't know if there's anyone else who's, who's a dad, but I hope you guys uh, enjoy it. And again, like I said, Marcel, I'm going to enjoy it even more this year because it, it might not happen, dude. It was I was that close to it. To the, Marcel, I saw the Grim Reaper, dude. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I didn't tell you about this because 
I was embarrassed because it's my fault, but I was I saw the Grim Reaper, dude, and it's scary. It's fucking scary. So Jimmy Fair hasn't finished the fight since 2014. Yeah, I know it's been a while. That's why I think she wins the decision here, you know. So that's my thoughts on this one, guys. Let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We have uh, Brian Keller against Mario Batista, Marcel, in this fight. Uh, pretty good fight here, Marcel, in the uh, Bantamweight division. Um, right now, Batista is the favorite here, guys. Mario Batista is minus uh, 155. Brian Keller, boom, plus 135. What's your thoughts, man? This is a difficult one, you know. Keller is super inconsistent, and I feel like he's always losing to the guys who are just a bit better than him, you know, who are uh, around the top 15, you know, or future top 15 guys. If you look at Mario Bautista, he won his last fight against Jay Perrin, which was a short notice replacement. Um, for that, losing to Trevor Jones and to Corey Santagen. His best win probably is against Miles Johns, right? The flying knee. Um, it's a difficult one, you know. I think if Callagher shows up, he can win the fight. But on the other side, Bautista uh, can win as well with his power, I think. So, uh, um, I really... 50-50 on this one, how it can go. I kind of really, I kind of lean towards Batista, but I'm not sure. I'm going with Batista, and I have to go with a finish then, so I'm going oh, with wow. TKO in the second round. I mean, Brian's pretty tough, man, you know? Yes, like, he is, but got to make a choice, man. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I'm I'm leaning towards Batista, too. I I think he wins the decision, though. I think he's just going to be the most uh, effective striker in the feet. I think it'll be competitive, Marcel, like most Bantamweight fights are very competitive, as we know, but... Uh, mm -hmm. I just think he's the better fighter right now. You know, Brian is, is solid. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I, I don't know. I think he's beatable, especially on the feet. I think he can be uh, kind of just like out, out jabbed here, outlanded by Batista, who uh, is a good fighter, Marcel. And he actually has three inches of height and reach here as well. So he's the bigger, taller, longer fighter. He is the younger fighter, seven years younger. I think he has a lot of advantages in this fight, Marcel. I think he's a pretty good fighter. Not many people talk about him as like, he's not a contender by any means, but he's a pretty solid fighter. And I think he gets the job done here, Marcel. So that's my pick. Let me get some comments here, guys. Also, Dirty Red, I agree. I mean, the, the Lopolis went over Torres does look good. But again, she did get dropped before that armbar. So don't think he gets docked on this fight, though. Mario's training with the GOAT, Sean O'Malley. Yeah, he does train with that camp. Um, Was it uh, the MMA Lab? Isn't that yeah, Marcel? The MMA Lab? Yes, MMA Lab, yeah. Yeah. So like Keller figures out win the fight. I expect the Lions to flip by fight night. It's a close fight. I think the line is fine, but it could get a little tighter. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Looks like some of you guys like uh, Kelleher experience advantage. He does have experience advantage. It's it's competitive, Marcel. There's no doubt about it. But I am leaning towards Batista, so I have the same lean as uh, Big Marcel here. All right, let's get to the next fight here, guys. We got Cody Durden against JP Bays, Marcel. Um, I think Bays was supposed to fight on that Austin card, and then they eventually moved him off because it was supposed to be him and Delizzi fighting back to back. Which <laughs> that's just mean if they did that. But yeah, they're fighting here. Marcel, it's a pick -em. Minus 110 each. It's the closest fight in the card. What's your thoughts? Which makes sense because I really have a difficulty in picking this fight. Um, Cody Durden, he comes off that loss against Mohamed Makayev, right? He's 1-2-1 uh, and one in the UFC with his only win against Arochi Lang. But it was a fight that was really close and could have gone the other way as well. Um, and JP buys uh, two losses in the UFC so far. Uh, got that win on the Contender Series in the second try. You know, he lost the first time against... Uh, Joby Sanchez, then he went against Jacob Silva in the second try. Um, yeah, I mean, got to be honest, man. The, the matchmaking for JP Buzz has been pretty difficult for him. You know, he went to, one, to 135 last time to fight Montel Jackson. Got kind of destroyed on the feet, you know, and uh, he still got it to a decision. Before that, the, the fight against uh, Bruno, Bruno Silva 
which wasn't great. It's a difficult fight for me to pick here. I'm kind of 50-50 on it. I think it will go to a decision. Um, and I think maybe Boss can, can get it. But I'm not sure. It's really 50-50 to me. But yeah. I'm going with JP here for a decision. Yeah, I mean, like again, the line is minus 110. This is not fight I'm confident in. I'm leaning towards Durgan just a little bit more so. Mm -hmm. He does train in American Top Team, which I really like. Um, I know he's coming off that brutal loss, obviously, to Mikheyev, right? But, you know, that fight with Gutierrez, for instance, was very competitive. That's a, it's, It doesn't look that bad in hindsight. I mean, I know JP Bays also had some success against Montel Jackson early. He had the mount position and everything. Um, but four knockdowns. Marcel, he's been knocked down seven times in his last two fights. Mm -hmm. Seven times. Durgan's got a little bit of power. I don't know if he knocks him out, but I think he can hurt him a little bit here. I, I just can't pick JP Bays, Marcel. I, 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 I can't do it. I, um, again, I, I saw a fight. I'm like running to the window right now. I'm like, take my money and put money on this fight because it's competitive, but I'm leaning towards Durden. That's that's my pick here. Bays, ability to take a punch in his career. Dude, seven knockdowns in the last two fights. That's insane. Bays by clinch, me in the clinch. I mean, I'd be surprised if that happened, but. You seem crazy yourself, but yeah, I'm leaning towards uh, during a little bit here, Marcel. It's, it's competitive, though, right? It's definitely competitive. For sure. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. I think this is one of the better fights in the card, personally. Raleigh and Pyve against Sergey Morozov, Marcel. I, I think this fight should be higher in the card, um, personally. I think it could have been on the main card over Alan Padot and Josh Breezy, but they always like putting the shitty heavyweight fights on the main card for some reason. Um, the odds for this one, Marcel, uh, Morozov is the favorite, minus 140, Pyve plus 120. What do you think? I think it's kind of a weird. Uh, I don't agree with the odds, to be really honest. I think Morozov is a good fighter. You know, we saw him fight against uh, uh, Douglas Silva de Andrade. He completely destroyed him in the first round, but Silva de Andrade completely destroyed him in the second round, and he got finished. You know, so um, if you look at Paiva, Paiva had some bad luck as well in his in his career so far. You know, I think um, we. If you don't know the backstory, look it up. You know. Um, he, uh, he came to UFC, he fought uh, Kai Kara France, remember? I think he won that fight. He lost the decision. It was in Australia so um, or in New Zealand. I don't know, New Zealand or Australia, that fight. Uh was like kind of home-cooking decision, in my opinion. Then he got stopped by Rogero Bantorin due to a cut on his face. Then got to a three-fight win streak uh, with questionable wins against Zuma Gulov and Phillips. He could have he also lost those two fights, you know? And then his last fight, he lost to Sean O'Malley. Um... Overall, very 50-50 fight to me. I think Morozov is, uh, can be very uh, good in the beginning, but I don't know, man. You know, uh, it scared me what, what I saw of him in the second round against Douglas Silva, the Andrade. And I think Paiva, yeah, he lost to Sean O'Malley, but still, I think he's a very decent fighter. I go with Paiva decision here, man. I'm with you. I like it too, man, Marcel. Um, I think there's value on him as an underdog here. I, I don't really understand the line. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't get it. Like, I know he got knocked out by Sean O'Malley, but it's not like that's a bad loss by any means. The guy's been really competitive in his fight. He beat Kyler Phillips, competitive fight. I mean, could have gone either way, but he won that fight. I mean, the Kaikara France fight was super competitive. He could have won that one. Um, the guy's good, Marcel. I think he's just underrated, too. I mean, and I like him at this weight class better, obviously. He's not cutting all that weight to, to kill himself to make 125. Morozov Marcel is one and two in the UFC. He's been finished brutally in his, in his two fights. Like the last fight against uh, Andrade Marcel, he won the first round. He dropped him, but then that second round took an absolute beating. He's only winning against Khalid Tong, who I don't believe is in the UFC anymore, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't understand the odds on this one, Marcel. I, what am I missing here? What, 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 what am I missing here, guys? I don't really see why he's the underdog. This 
he's this line it opened at minus one ten each, so it opened as a pick 'em, and the early actions on Morozov. I could think I think this is going to swing back down a little bit during fight week because I think people will take the plus money on Paiva. That's the side here. I, I like Paiva as an underdog. It's our first underdog pick of the week, Marcel. It's a consensus dog here too, guys. So we both like Raleigh and Paiva. You said decision, Marcel. That's your pick. Decision. Yeah, yeah, decision. I think so too. But it, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me he finished this guy because he's been finished with both his losses in the UFC. So it could be a win by, by stoppage. And I agree completely. There's no shame in losing at all losing to O'Malley. And I just think it's a bit of an overreaction that all of a sudden this guy is uh, is an underdog here. All right. Well, the next fight here, Marcel, we have PJ Brown taking on uh, Shailen Nuren Biecki in the UFC featherweight division. The odds for this fight, minus 210, Brown, Nuren Biecki, plus 175. Just wanted to mention before we get into the breakdown for this fight, they've found like 20 extra fights for Shailen. <laughs> I don't wonder, I, you talk about Asker Mazarov with a fake record. I'm not saying this guy's record's fake, but it's really crazy, Marcel. They found 20 extra fights for this guy. Like, where do these fights come from? I don't understand it at all. Um, and and Glyph's talking about Shailene's record changing, and now wins 13 wins against people who never won any fight, and 31 of his opponents had five or less wins, according to Tabology, talking about padded. I mean, no, he beat Sean Soriano, but this guy seems like he seems like another fraud, Marcel, to be honest with you. Give me your thoughts, man. Still, I don't fuck with the line, to be really honest, man. I think uh, I think Shailene didn't do bad at all against Sean Soriano, you know, and he did, he did very well. If you look at TJ Brown in the UFC so far, he got a good win against Charles Rosa, but the Kai Kamaka split decision was complete bullshit, in my opinion. You know, I, he could have been 0-3 in his first three UFC fights. And uh, he's now 2-2, two and two, which is good for him. If you look at Shailene, uh, he had a competitive fight with Koulibao. He lost that fight, and he won against Soriano. Um... It's difficult. I haven't listen. I no disrespect to T.J. Brown. I think he's a good guy, but uh, I haven't been really high on him so far. Even when not in the contender series, uh, Shailan looks decent. Also, not a guy I think will uh, do uh, crazy things in the UFC. But I still favor him in this fight. Thinking with the unanimous decision here. Fair enough. Yeah. So you, sorry. So you're taking Shailan? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, hey, there's an underdog pick. I, I kind of agree the odds are a little wide. I mean, TJ Brown is, is okay. He's not great, but you know, for me, like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna lean towards him a little bit, Marcel. I, I I think he's a little more 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 proven. I trust him a little bit more here, but I think it's a competitive fight because it should be grappling based, right? And if this guy can't get the takedown, TJ Brown, he could get in trouble a little bit here because uh, you know Shaylin is again got all these fights. He's like the Oscar Maz of, of of this uh, of this card, Marcel. Um, no, I'm kidding. But honestly, Marcel, I think you're right. I mean, like the Kubal fight was competitive, kind of, and that win that's not a bad loss. Hindsight, Kubal just had the win. And Soriano's not a great win by any means, but it's it's not bad. Um, I just think this is a stay away fight completely. I would stay away from this one, guys. Personally, I have no interest in betting on this fight. Lean TJ Brown, but I think Marcel, you know, could be right about this one as well. So it wouldn't surprise me at all. Did Maz retire? Did he retire or so? He said he has, but he's probably coming back with a different name, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the guy is just complete fraud. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Carlos Alberg taking on Tafon Chukwi here, Marcel, light heavyweight. Alberg right now slightly favored, minus 125, Chukwi plus 105. Your pick. Yeah, I have to do extended research for the slide for Eurosport uh, upcoming week, and I'm really not looking forward to it, to be really honest. Um, and Chukwi, last fight against Marissa Kanov, he looked good until he got stopped with the flying knee. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he would have probably won the fight. Um, for, I mean, and Chukwi is a guy who looks really scary. 
but really doesn't do anything to me. You know, I, I feel like he's he's decent, you know, but he looks much more scarier than, than he actually is, I think. If you look at Alberg, he had the fun start of his UFC career, you know, against Kenny and Zetchuku, but then he uh, he completely gassed out and Kennedy finished him. Um, and then the second fight against Fabio Charant was a complete dog shit fight, to be really honest. Charant uh, couldn't get let anything go, and Alberg was like fighting like he was Adesanya. You know what I mean? Like, uh, look what I do here, but didn't do a lot, but he did enough to win the fight. Um, even I remember Henry Hoft uh, from Sanford saying to um, what's coach from uh, from Adesanya again. Um, Eugene Behrman. Eugene Behrman, yeah, who was also in Albert's uh, uh, side. He was like, I'm sorry, my fighter didn't show up. So <laughs> that's how pretty much That was really bad to watch. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So um, overall, 50 50 on this one. But given what I saw so far from both guys, I'm taking and Chuck via decision here. Fair enough. Yeah. I, this fight's also close. I don't have a ton of interest but i am leaning towards alberg <laughs> by a shitty decision here you know he was cruising against kennedy but before he kind of just gassed himself out just by going too hard against the guy really tough chin um you know the last fight made it really look easy marcel honestly like i know the other guy didn't show up but he, he made it look easy chukri's a good striker too he's probably the better wrestler i just don't know if he can take this guy down um a lot i, I think he can kind of get outpaced here marcel over three rounds so again it's not it's not like a fight I'm running to the window to bet on, but I am leaning towards Carlos Albert ever so slightly for uh, a decision. So that's my pick in this one. Daniel likes Chukwe, his dog in the night. So he's with Team Marcel here. And then Andrew's on Team uh, Adam Martin here with uh, he likes Albert by decision. That's what I think, man. What's Albert by decision? Any problem on this one? I want to see what that is. Just Because that's kind of what I think. I think the fight the fight going the distance, guys, is plus one forward. Did you say decision, Marcel? Yeah. You know what, guys? Maybe that's the play here, a fight going the distance. Marcel, it's plus yeah. money. It's an underdog here. Um, that's surprising to me. I thought that the fight, honestly, I know it's light heavyweight, but these guys, they tend to go to decision kind of Marcel. So that's something to take a look at, guys. I would take a look at this fight going the distance. That's what I would take a look at because I'm surprised it's a plus money. I think that's I think that's off. I think it should be favored to uh, to go to the, the distance. And, and I agree. He, he almost did beat Berza Kainov, but brutally knocked out by uh, – like Marcel said, that guy's got the cheat code, right? He pressed XO, XO, triangle, square, and then got the... <laughs> Antoine, what's up, man? How's it going? Oh, weekend was good, man. Just got back, watched the fights. Uh, glad to be here. It's Father's Day today. We do the podcast. I'm going to spend a day with my family. It's going to be awesome, Marcel. But I appreciate it, Antoine. Really, you're a nice guy, man, so I appreciate you uh, asking. Um, Daniel says the fight starting round three seems safer. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's the way to go. I, I What's the odds on that? Is it like... I don't know if we have odds on that yet. Let me double check though. Um, that there's nothing on that yet, Daniel. So I don't know. But even over plus over two and a half, even over one and a half is minus one sixty. That seems low. I'm just surprised it's favored to end so quickly. I, I am because I think that this fight plays out like a long drawn out striking battle with point on points. That's what I think happens, Marcel. So let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Um, opening up the main card here, one of the best fights in the card for sure. Chris Curtis, the action man, taking on Rodolfo Vieira. And the odds for this one, Marcel, Chris Curtis, minus 160, Vieira, plus 140. What do you think? Yeah, get, get the – how do you say that? Get out of the first round and win. <laughs> That's what I think. I know we got a win against uh, Stoltzfus last time out in the third round. 
But uh, I feel like, you know, Vieira, he will probably look to get the submission again in the first round like he always does. You know, and Chris Curtis. Listen, Chris Curtis has surprised me so far, you know, in the UFC. Not going to lie. Um, I didn't expect him to knock out Phil Haas. He knocks out Phil Haas. And I didn't expect him to do it yeah. with Brandon Allen. He does it also. So, yeah. Now the expectations are higher with Chris Curtis. You know what I mean? And uh, now he's a favorite. Now he's not yeah, the underdog. Yeah, exactly. So how? What are we gonna do now? That's why I have this podcast, my friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I I still favor Chris Curtis over three rounds. So um, if he doesn't get caught in the submission or whatever in the first round by Vieira, I actually expect him to finish the fight. So I'm going with a second round TKO for Chris Curtis here. I mean, I, I can't blame you. The guys looked phenomenal, obviously, in the UFC. He's looked amazing. He has uh, the two back-to-back -back wins, which surprised me. Um, both of them surprised me. Phil Haas, you know, Phil Haas looked really good in that fight before he got knocked yeah. out. You know, yeah. people forget that. And then, obviously, the Allen fight, I mean, that was, wow, it was great. You know what, though, Marcel? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Vieira in this fight uh, because the grappling is just so high level. I think that, you know, again, Chris Curtis is a guy who came up from, from welterweight. I know he's looked good. Uh, and middleweight so far, but I still have some questions about the takedown defense. And Vieira is like one of the highest level grapplers. Listen, I know he, he lost to Hernandez, the big favorite. It was very surprising. Looked decent in his last thing at Stoltzfist. And the thing was, he got the finish on the ground, but his, his striking also looked better. Now, I don't expect him to stand and trade. I think that'd be a mistake because he could probably get clipped and, and finished. But I think if he can get this fight gets to the cage, get it to the ground, Marcel, he can have some success here. So, I'm going to go the other way here, Marcel. I'm leaning towards the underdog here, guys. I'm leaning towards Rodolfo Vieira. And, you know, all those wins are by submission. I know Chris has only been submitted one time, but, I mean, if this guy gets your back or your arm or neck, it's it's lights out. So I'm leaning towards Rodolfo Vieira by, by, by submission. Um, I think we could both – we're both leaning towards the fight not going the distance, Marcel. That is minus 675. So the odds makers agree. I'd be surprised if this fight went the distance. I will say that. Antoine, can we say UFC 275 is an instant classic, 100%. It was an amazing card. And 276 could be even better. I mean, that card's epic, too. What app do you use to bet on fights? We have DraftKings, and I like DraftKings. DraftKings is good for UFC because they have those options. They have those betting options for UFC. So if you have it where you live, I do recommend that app. But, I mean, there's a lot of other apps. FanDuel is good, too. Um, a lot of the – I don't know if third parties have apps, but, like, you know, I used to use a lot of the offshore sports books. I don't have to anymore. So uh, DK would be – and FanDuel. I like those two. But also, there's like BetMGM, I know is pretty good. My friend uses that one. I got another friend who uses Bodog. There's a lot of different ones, man. But uh, yeah, those are, some, those are some options. Chris Curtis winning against the odds means he'll lose in a spot like this eventually. I don't trust Vieira, maybe under 2.5. Yeah, I don't think it goes the distance. I think that, I think we both agree on that. I, but the odds are not very good. Um, under 2.5 is minus 400. So not good odds. But I mean, maybe that's, maybe you just parlay that or something just in case. But I, I am leaning, like I said, Marcel slightly towards uh, Rodolfo Vera. All right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. And uh, according to the odds, Marcel, this is the biggest mismatch on the card. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on this one because right now, Umar Nurmagomedov, guys, is minus 665 and uh, maybe it's plus 485, but I'm also seeing a minus 1200 spot here on Nurmagomedov. <laughs> So, I mean, Nate Mace is a pretty good fighter, but wow, I mean, these odds are, are very high in my Mace fair. I mean, there's a reason for it. But I'm also wondering, do people think this is Khabib or Magomedov? Because that's that's really high. Uh, Nate Mace is not bad at all. So what's your thoughts, man? Because these odds seem pretty excessive. Um, I'm not saying they're wrong, but they seem pretty high. What do you think? They're high, but would you pick Manus in this fight? I wouldn't. You know what I mean? So no. look at that. Uh, Umar has been looking phenomenal so far in the UFC. You know, I think he's great. 
if you look at Maness, I think he got lucky against Johnny Munoz, dude, in his debut. I think Munoz won that fight, you know. Yeah. And if you look at the Gravely fight last time, he got almost finished in the first round, but he came back and he, he, he finished Gravely in the second mm -hmm. round. So I kind of understand it, but on the other on the other hand, it's kind of disrespectful at the same time. Uh, that said, I think Umar wins the fight, dude. Um, is he going to finish him? I don't know, probably. Uh, I would say a TKO finish for Umar in the second round. Yeah, this is an interesting fight. I mean, I think Nemeus is is good. I think the yeah. odds are a little off. I mean, what are they giving him? Like a ten percent chance to win? I don't know if that's if it's that lopsided. I, I would have near Margaret may have more of like a four to five to one favorite, not not twelve to one. It's some odds, some worse books. I'm gonna pick the guy, obviously, Marcel. That's all I'm saying, though, guys. I mean, listen, Nemeus is solid. You know, he has the one loss um, to Lapolis and TKO. That's it, though. He's fourteen one. It's fourteen no here. The guy's a solid fighter. He's good. You know, but. And the UFC is giving him this, this fight because they think he's good, you know? But again, Marcel, you're right. Umar, I mean, just dominated on the ground, right? And completely washed his two opponents at the UFC. You have to pick Umar and Umar Gulev here, but I'm just saying, like, we're looking for betting value. I don't necessarily see it uh, at the odds. Maybe you take a prop on him finishing the fight. That's only minus 140. Maybe that's the way to go. I, I think I'd rather bet on that, to be honest with you, you know? He is rightfully fair. I'm just saying, like, I'm seeing, like, 12 to 1 out there. It's, it's kind of high, you know? Uh, like me at Umar not to go the distance. That's what I'm saying too. At minus 140 on on what's the fight not going the distance? Let me double check that. This fight not going the distance is minus 190. I think that's a better play. I would rather bet on that. I don't think it goes the distance because I think if Nate wins, Marcel, he's going to be knocking this guy out in surprising fashion, right? I don't mm -hmm. think he'd win the decision. And Umar, I think he wouldn't finish him too. Um, so yeah, love the matchup. Can't pick this Umar. Maynard is a good upside. I agree. I, I like that too. I agree, Glenn. I mean, again, Manus is pretty solid, man. He's not a bad fighter at all. Uh, gonna fight some prop. Yeah, I mean, maybe the inside the distance. Um, I know Manus is tough, but he did get dropped by Gravely, right? So, he, but he ended up winning the fight, obviously. So he's, he's pretty good. Let's go to the next fight, Marcel Tiago uh, Moises, not Santos. Tiago Moises against Christos Gavos in the UFC lightweight division. I, I don't think this fight should be in the main card either. I want to be honest with you, Marcel. Uh, I think it's not. Go, what do you say? It got on there because Albazi against Elliot got. Uh, That's canceled. right. That fight fell off. Yeah. Right now we have Tiago Moises is minus two forty. Tiago's plus two hundred. What do you think? Yeah, it's it's difficult, you know. And actually, it's not difficult, you know, because I'm pretty confident in my pick. You know, I think Tiago Moises. Is not top 15, but he's close to being in the top 15. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. If Although he lost the last two fights, but he lost against Joel Alvarez and Islam Akachev, and I don't think there's... Uh, you can lose those fights, you know? Those are two good, good uh, opponents. If you look at Christos Giagos, his second run in the UFC, um, he also lost to Terrapian last time out before that, two wins, a good win against Sean Soriano, although he looked really bad in the first round against Sean Soriano. And the Carlton Minus, yeah, that's your favorite fighter. Uh, he, he won that uh, without any doubt. I still think that Moises is a better fighter overall. You know, uh, maybe you don't agree with me, but I think Moises should win this fight. Um, I don't see a finish here. I think that the, the ground game kind of cancel each other out going with the decision. No, I like Moises too, for sure. I mean, he's the right side here. And I, I mean, I, I think the line is fair and accurate. Minus 240, he's definitely a guy you could parlay. I'm, I'm not too high on Christos Giagos, Marcel. I don't like this matchup for him either against a guy who's a better grappler. Honestly, Marcel, I, I think Moises could submit him. I think he could finish him by submission too. Um, either that or he wins the decision. But I, I think either way, Moises wins this fight. Looking at the odds right now, yeah, I mean, Moises by decision is plus 250, Marcel. 
and it says this is plus 120. So the odds makers are actually favoring to finish this fight, which is kind of the way I see it. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if Gagos was tough enough to go the distance, but I'm leaning towards the finish here uh, for, for Moises. I do like him here, guys. I, I, he's, he, you know, there's been a lot of passes for me. This is a guy I'm, I'm definitely circling as a potential parlay piece, Marcel, because I do think he wins the fight, and I, I like him to win. So I think that's, that's – go ahead. Uh, I just see here on uh, on Twitter, uh, Addy Wineland. I didn't get an opportunity to leave my gloves in the cage, but as Jim Morrison once sang, this is the end. The road I've traveled over the past almost 20 years has seen many highs and lows, and it's been a fun ride this, uh, this train has reached its final destination. I'm forever grateful and extremely thankful for the opportunities given by the UFC, Dana White and Sean Shelby, everything you guys and the company have done for, for and given to me. I'm forever grateful. Thank you, and thank you to all the fans who have always stood in my corner, officially retired, end of the road. Thank you for the memories. It's a great message. It's just a shame that he didn't get a chance to say it. But again, I think he, he was a little really out of it, Marcel. That's, I think yeah. that's what they were worried about. But again, it's you've got to give him that chance. And we've seen guys get knocked out and then talk afterwards, like or like uh, was it Overeem and, and after the remember the Stepe fight, he didn't get knocked right. Remember he got he goes, oh, I, I choked him out or Stepe tap. Remember that, Marcel? Yeah. So yeah, I remember that. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Marcel's favorite fight in the card here, guys. Alan Bado against uh, Josh Prezian. But seriously, like, what, what is the UFC's fascination with putting these, like, low-level heavyweight fights on the main card? So I, I, <laughs> I, I just don't see why. I mean, Alan Bado is, what's his re- record? 0-3 in the UFC. Um, was the, or the win was Nascimento. Was that no contest, I think? Yeah, right? yeah. Well, they haven't changed that at UFC stats, but I, I think it was. Right? Or It, that, it was, right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a little strange. Um, and then uh, Parisian is 2 and. Two and uh, one and two, excuse me. I think he lost to Rope Martinez, so he should be 0 and 3 too. They're, they're fighting for their job here, no doubt about it. Um, the odds right now, Marcel, another fight, pick them uh, minus 115 for Bado, minus 105 Parisian, so close to a pick them. Your, your thoughts on this one, yeah. When I got to co main event next time, probably. Um, I mean, listen, man, Alan Bodeau got, got signed off a disqualification win against Todd Stott, where he got finished, you know, but they overturned it because of pot smoking or something so yeah <laughs> it's just stupid you know and also the funny thing was i saw uh fernand lopez who is like uh bodo's manager and he was like surprised that bodo got another fight he was like oh we got another fight <laughs> okay cool so um yeah he's fighting josh parisian it's like i, I have no idea why this on the on the main card do, do the ufc hope that it's a quick uh, knockout or something i, I don't know it's just stupid to bang on that i think um if you look at Bordeaux, he at, le- at least looked better in his last fight against uh, Por- Porker Porter. I want to say Parker Porter. Um, Porter won, but it was, it was a close fight, you know. If you look at Parisian, yeah, he hasn't impressed me at all. I, li- I agree with you. The rookie Martinez fight, he got lucky in that one, I think. Um, I- I'm kind of going with Bordeaux here, man. Uh, I'm going with the with the serial guns training partner. I think. Uh, he showed me in this last fight that he has some tools to to be able yeah. to win this fight, and Parisian did it, in my opinion. So I'm thinking Alan Bodeau, and uh, I think he might finish him, man. Maybe first round TKO knockout. So I'm going with Bodeau here. I'm actually with you on this one, Marcel. I'm going to go with Bodeau too. And I think he can knock him out too. You know, Parisian, I just think has looked really bad in the UFC overall. I mean, Bodeau hasn't looked great either, but I do think he made some improvements against Parker Porter. You know, it was not a bad loss necessarily. He went the distance. He looked competitive. Um, Parisian's the guy that I think is uh, probably, probably entered the end of his UFC career. I, I know James Lynch, good friend of ours, interviewed him, Marcel. He took another job outside of the sport recently because he's like, I guess he just doesn't feel confident he's going to be in the UFC very much, much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, I mean, that kind of worries me. I'm not going to lie, Marcel. Like, why would this guy take a full-time job, like a new job or something like that during his training camp? It's very strange. Very strange. That's a huge red flag for me. That's not the reason I'm picking against him. It's because I think Bado is a, the better striker. I think the fight stays on the feet. So I'm going to go with Bado. And uh, Bridgen has been knocked out a couple times, Marcel. So that's kind of the way I'm leading. Although I guess the decision wouldn't uh, be a surprise. Again, it's not like I'm, I'm running to the window to bet it, but I, I do lean Bado. I, I would cap him a little bit higher of a favor here, like minus 140. So minus 110, minus 115. I mean, it's not a terrible line if you like him. That's all I'll say there. Daniel says it's a lock. I mean, that scares me, Daniel. <laughs> Don't use that word in here. <laughs> what do we do to deserve this fight? I mean, it's just not a good fight at all. You know, someone's got to win, someone's got to lose, I guess. And, and I agree, Glenn. Why didn't they just wait two months or whatever until Paris? Kind of strange. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Now we're getting to the good fights, Marcel. <laughs> getting to the good fights now. We got uh, Shavkat Rachmanov taking on Neil Magny here, Marcel, in the co-main event. It is uh, a fantastic fight in the UFC welterweight division. You know, credit Neil Magny, Marcel. The guy's a fucking warrior. He'll take on anyone, anytime, anywhere. He is an awesome guy, awesome fighter. I don't know if this is a good fight for him, though, and the odds are indicating that, Marcel. Minus 400 for Shavkat, plus 325 for Neil you agree with the odds here? Um, difficult, you know. I, I think Shafkat should be favorite here if you see what he done, has done. Um, but Neil fucking Magny, dude, the dude takes the, 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 the tough fights, you know. Uh, I respect it a lot. Um, last time I took the Max Griffin fight, right? Uh, Max Griffin wasn't ranked. Magny was actually top 10 ranked, and he took the fight. Split decision win after a very tough first round. Um, but if he starts again, like he starts with Griffin against Shafkat, I think Shafkat finishes him, dude, if that happens, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, um, I definitely go with Shafkat in this one. I really think this dude has the potential to be a champion one day, you know? Um, but I, I feel like, listen, if, if Magny can get it to the second and third round, he can give him some difficulties, you know, because Magny, you know, Magny always got gas for 15 minutes. He's yep. good. Um, I still think Shafkat might get a finish, and I, I kind of think he gets in the first round. So uh, TKO win for Shafkat here. That's that's what I'm leaning toward towards too. I, I think if he wins, because all I just checked, and all 15 of his wins are by stoppage. Like if it goes a distance, he might lose the fight. You know, Magny's. We know he's going to win the third round. I'll tell you that right now, Marcel. If the guy fight goes three, it's going to win the third. First round goes to Shafkat. Second round is going to be the decider. I think Shafkat's going to get it done before that, though. Um, Lean towards a submission or a knockout? What are you thinking? Knockout, yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm thinking a submission maybe. You know, uh, Neil's been submitted a couple times. Remember when Rafael DeSanjos took him down? I think it might look like that fight. That's what I think it's going to look like. So that's the way I'm thinking. I think that he's going to go to his grappling because on the feet, you know, Shafkat does have a reach disadvantage in this fight by three inches. Not a lot, but still, I mean, we know Magny's very tall and long on the feet. So I think Shafkat, the, the, the easier path, Marcel, is to take him to the ground. You know, but again, Neil's been knocked out a couple times, so wouldn't shock me if that happened either. All right, Marcel, let's get to the main event here, my friend. Armin Tartukin against Matthias Gamrot, UFC lightweight division. Fantastic fight. Love this fight. The winner absolutely deserves a top 10 opponent. Right now, we got minus 245 on Armin, plus 205 on Matthias. We should have mentioned the odds open much closer, minus 140 for uh, Tartukin, plus 120 for Gamrot. So the line's shifted considerably in, in Saryukian's favor here, Marcel. So what's your thoughts on that, and uh, who's your pick in the fight? Yeah, what a fight, right? Um, I love this fight, the moment it was made. Um, 
That's different. It's it's actually I, I'm kind of decided decided who I'm going with, but I think both guys can win this fight, dude. I mean, Sarukian has some really good grappling. I think his striking is doing he's doing very well with his striking as well, and Gamrot overall is a very complete fighter as well. You know, so for me, it's kind of like who I think has a higher potential right now coming into the UFC or being in the UFC and getting to that top spot. And I really feel like uh, Sarukian. Is getting better, better, and better every time I see him fight. You know, and for Gamrod, Gamrod is at a point that he is very good. I still think he can give everybody run for his money in the division, but I think he's already the established guy that many people don't see him yet as an established guy. But he is. He was for years in Europe in the European scene in KSW. You know, and I still think Sarukian has uh, more potential. I'm taking Tarukin here, and I'm going with the decision win here, but I think it will be a very tough one, a really good fight, and definitely fight at night. You know, we don't talk about these fights at all before the, we do this podcast, guys. Like, we, I have no idea what Marcel... I mean, I have, sometimes I have a feeling, like, when it's Cody Stane versus Eddie Wilder, I have a feeling who he's going to yeah. pick, but, like, if I like this, I honestly wasn't sure what you were going to pick. I have the exact same read as you. I think it's going to be a very close competitive fight, but I think eventually uh, it's going to be Soryuki and getting the decision here, Marcel. You know, they both, like... So you can, they're both great. There's no doubt about it. I will say this, like Gamrot's been five rounds, you know, in, in, in uh, KSW, KSW, right? He's been five. He knows he's a champion there. He knows how to go five. So I think over, it's going to be competitive. We saw that Kutatuante fight, Marcel. I think it's going to look like that, but for five yeah. rounds, basically. I just think Taryukin is going to be on top position more. That's what I think is going to be the difference in this fight. He's going to be on top more. He's going to do a little bit more damage from the top. It's going to be close, Marcel. It's going to be a close one on the scorecards. I don't love how the odds are moving uh, so far in, in the direction. So you can, I like them much better at one, minus 140, i got to be honest. Mm -hmm. But even at this price, I think he wins. And I just looked, and it's just, just something I thought about right now. You could bet on uh, a parlay of Saryuki and and, uh, and Moises, Marcel, two great mm -hmm. grapplers. It's it's plus 100. Okay. That's You're getting even money on those two guys. I think that's something to consider. Just I'm just throwing that out there. I do believe they both win their fights. I do think Sarjuki, it's going to be a close fight, but he's going to get the hand raised at the end of the 25. But it, it'll be his hardest fight in the UFC. I think you, you're, oh, sorry, he fought Islam, but second hardest fight. Marcel, mm -hmm. would you agree with that? Yeah. 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 Gamer's five. He has the five rounds. I know. It's, it's a really good experience to have. Winner gets an unranked guy. <laughs> That's so funny. Watch the winner get Demiris Magulov or uh, watch Kutata Lodz get the loser of this one or something like that. I mean, yeah. they just gave him a. Those guys get just, man, I mean, Kutazalazi's matchmaking has been hard. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's it for this pod. Uh, no, I'm sorry, for this preview, I should say. There's a few other things I want to talk about before we get out of here. Um, we'll get this call from Glenn. Tickets for Payers go on sale this week. Any rumors? Well, we do have, we should have mentioned, Jessica and Draj is fighting uh, Mendon Furo now. That fight is, that's official, right? That fight? Yeah, it's official. What happened there? So they put it on UFC stats before anyone knew? Is that what happened? No, they actually announced it officially on okay. uh, UFC Europe and on UFC just a normal account. Okay. Then I put it on UFC stats, and then Shukagian told Ariel Halwani that she never agreed to the fight and that she uh, only takes a fight on November or December. Do you remember Joe, the guy in the chat, said to us like a month ago? He's yeah. Like, hey, I found out where like this fight, or not a month ago, but a couple weeks ago. Remember Marcel? We were like, "Where's this from?" You were right, Joe. I don't know if you're still yeah. in the chat right now, boss, but you're right. Tabura and Romanov that works for July. Thoughts. I mean, this guy's broken a lot of fights, Marcel. So mm -hmm. I, mean, I, I trust this. Um, I wanted to see Romanov taking on Volkov personally. I think that would have been good. But I mean, I think he smashes Tabura. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think Tabura is that good. All right, let's go with a couple other things I want to talk about, Marcel. Um, well, let's get this comment too. Sean Brady hinted you'll see something that works for him in response to the call and call out. Any idea? 
I don't know. I mean, do you have any idea? No, I really don't know. All right, let's go. The, let's go through the PFL preview quickly. Marcel, is that okay with you? We'll I expected to you to go to Bellator, but okay, yeah. Please. Oh, you want to do Bellator first? Uh, we can no, let's do PFL know. first. I had it in my list. I, had, I don't I mind. Have them both. I have them both in the list. Don't worry, <laughs> we're going to do them both. Five minutes, quick, quick picks. You guys are not going to do uh, crazy breakdowns. Can I put it on screen? Yeah, I can do that. No problem. Okay. One sec. Put it on screen because we, you know, let's be honest. Like we don't know this card as well. Um, although I did the the odds for it because the odds are out. All right, so let's go to this card here, Marcel. PFL five. Um, let's start with the. Uh, well, I guess we'll go. We'll go down down this way. All right, let's uh, can, pull up this PFL odds here, guys. Let's see here. Uh, where is it? I, I saw them. Where were they now? One sec. I know they were here. Are they gone? Oh, okay, here they are. Here they are. I found them. All right. Uh, first fight, Alejandro Flores against Ryoji Kudo, minus 175 Flores, Kudo plus 155. What do you think? I don't know, man. I would probably go with Flores, but uh, I'm not really too familiar with Bodhi. Well, Kudo's the guy that almost beat Brendan Lofton. I mean, that was a really Yeah, yeah, fight. I remember that, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not... I, I don't bet on this. I would say don't bet on this fight, but I I, I think it's Dogger Pass based on what I saw with that guy. Um, but I don't know. So it's it's... It's not a fight we both have like, confidently, and I apologize, guys, but we really don't. I mean, does anyone have a confidently? I don't think you can. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Brandon Lofton, the guy who's mentioning his boss is Salmon. Lofton is a big favorite, minus 290, Salmon, plus 245. Brandon Lofton wins this fight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Next fight, Marcel, it's uh, Lance Palmer, Shaman, Marais. Uh, Palmer, minus 160, Marais, plus 140. I mean, listen, Palmer's looked garbage lately. I think Marais can win this fight, Marcel. I think he can win. Plus 140, I would lean towards the dog. What do you think? I'm going a dry hump decision for Lance Palmer. He just hasn't been doing it lately. I just think he's on decline, but maybe. I, mean, I know, but I, he can do it against Marais, I think. Maybe, but I think Marais looked really good in his last fight. I will say that. But you're right. I mean, there's a reason he's favored. Baba get Jenkins against Sabah uh, Balagi. I mean, I don't... Baba. Yeah, Baba, minus 330. He should win this fight. Balagi, plus 270. Next fight here, Ali Asai against Jamel Jones. I mean, this is another mismatch, Marcel. Asai minus 460, Jones plus 365. Asai by a first-round stoppage. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. Next fight here, Dennis Goldsov against Sam Key. Another huge mismatch. Goldsov minus 650, Key plus 475. Goldsov by stoppage, first round. What do you think? Yes, yeah, same. Man. You're like, this This fight, a huge mismatch. This, the huge mismatch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I agree with you. Yeah, Goldsov should win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Next one, uh, uh, we got Delhi against Stuart Austin. Another fucking huge mismatch. I mean, you, <laughs> what is going on here? What, what's going on here? Um, Delhi minus five hundred, Austin plus four hundred. I mean, obviously Delhi is going to knock him on the first round. What do you think? Yeah, of course he will. Yeah. Next fight here, uh, Hennon Ferrer against Clinton Brady. Finally, a deep, like a decent fight. Um, but Ferrer's minus four hundred, Brady plus two twenty five. I mean, Ferrer is going to win, I think, but you know. Ferreira's not bad. I'll say that. Your pick? Yeah, I like Renan Ferreira Ferrer on this one. And I agree with you. Clitson Abreu is definitely not a bad fighter, but I would go with Ferreira. Yeah. yeah. Chris Wade against Kyle Bokniak. Wade minus 370. Bokniak plus 310. Your pick? Yeah, that's stylistically a bad matchup for Bokniak. It is. Dude, this is a card. That, this is a chalk card, guys. I, I mean, uh, listen. Is, go ahead. People going to brag like, oh, I was 10 on one or 11 on 0 on this card. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, next fight we have uh, what is it 
Pettis, I guess, right? Yeah, Anthony Pettis gets Stevie Ray. This is kind of fucked it's, that uh, Anthony Pettis is uh, getting um, special treatment. He's getting to fight a week later than everyone else in the tournament. It's not fair. It's not right. Um, Pettis is a big favorite, obviously, guys. Minus two, or it's not that big. Minus 210. Ray plus 175. I like Pettis in the fight, though. You? Yeah, same. But he, but you never know with Stevie Ray. He has done weirder things. So, uh, But I'm going with Pettis as well. Next up, the last fight. The main event, Bruno Capeloza against Matias Scheffel. Capeloza minus 470, Scheffel plus 375. Capeloza by first one knockout. They pretty much match every heavyweight they want to see the summer. This is a joke. Like, they just, they, this is not a real, like, you're calling it a real sport. I, I'm fine with it because we're going to see some fun fights. But Marcel, you can't call it a real sport when you're giving obvious matchmaking, right? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is crazy. By the way, Yuri Prohaska has a win over Vadim Nemkov and Bruno Capeloza. He is the unified MMA light heavyweight champion. Pretty amazing, right? Yeah. Did you saw the did you saw the tweet from Bellator last week after the UFC event? What, what they happened? Were like uh, Corey Anderson and uh, Vadim Namkov are gonna fight soon. Who is the best light heavyweight in the world on the planet? They said. <laughs> and Cor- I mean, Corey looked good in that last fight. I'll give him that. He looked That's- he looked good. He should have won that fight before the uh, was it like a headbutt? I think it was. Yeah. Uh, it was a headbutt. All right, let me pull up Bellator here, guys. Bellator two eighty two Marcel. We'll go through this one. Um, some of these early fights. Actually, this card's pretty good. I'm going to give it this one. I'll, I'll give Bellator uh, 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 some props on this one, Marcel. I think it's actually not a bad card. Because they don't do cards that often anymore. It's like once a month now for the most part. Like, they can stack them up a little bit. So let's go through this card, Marcel. Mm-hmm. Um, let me get the odds for this one. I think we have – yeah, we have odds. Perfect. We have odds. Okay. So let's go through this uh, quickly. Bryce Logan against Mandel Nalo. Nalo, minus 20. Logan, plus 180. I like Nalo in this fight. No, I'm thinking Red Garbage as well. Yeah. Yeah, Red Garbage. I know, right? The Canadian. Yeah. Uh, next up, Aaron Jeffrey against Fabio Aguilar. I mean, I like Aaron Jeffrey, man. Minus 170, Aguilar is plus 150. Give me Aaron Jeffrey here. Um, Marcel, I kind of think he should be in the UFC. He's a winner over Petrovsky. He's in the UFC. He's a good fighter. I know he didn't perform against uh, Barallo, but uh, and was it Brendan Allen I think he lost to? But I, I think Jeffrey's pretty good, right? What do you think? Yeah, it just sucks for Jeffrey that he lost the two contender series fights, you know, because I, I know. think he has quality. Yeah, I'm going with Jeffrey as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, he's solid for sure. I mean, he's, he's definitely a decent fighter. He's uh, Canadian, obviously. Lucas Brennan is Johnny Soto. Uh, Lucas Brennan, another uh, guy that Belter keeps giving, like, easy matchups to Marcel. Minus 440 and plus 350 on the comeback. I, I, Brennan wins this fight, right? Of course. Yeah. Next fight here, Dan Moret against Killy's Motor. This is another competitive fight, I would say. Morant minus 160, Moda plus 140. What do you think of this one? I think it's a, it's a good matchup, man. Uh, it's Isn't it weird that Dan Morant will want to go to Yamochi and he didn't got uh, above him in the rankings? I know. Home? Well, I mean, it was a close fight. A lot of people thought he lost, but I agree completely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm thinking Dan Morant, close decision, but kind of a 50-50 on this I one. think this would go either way. I mean, I guess I would lean towards Morant because, honestly, Achilles' Moda hasn't looked that good in Bellator. But I think Moda is, like, he can look good. So I wouldn't be surprised if he won this fight. I would stay away from this one. Another guy that I think the matchmaking is a complete joke, uh, Cody Law. Uh, once again, Marcel, absolutely massive favorite. Uh, Cody Law, minus 600 against James Gonzalez. Here's the problem with this. Like, I get it. They're trying to build a guy, but you're not really helping the guy out, but you're just giving him minus. Because I, I want to show you guys something right here um, with Cody Law. I mean, this is, to me, Marcel is ridiculous. I want to show this right now. I'll pull up on the screen. Look at his odds. Minus, look at this. Look at the odds. Minus 770, minus 7,000, <laughs> minus 5,000, minus 1,800, minus 1,000, minus. Like, this is a joke. Like, give him someone decent for once. Like, come on, Marcel. Like, you're, again, what, what's the goal here? Just to get guys wins on his resume? Isn't it to give the guy some, some adversity and fight someone decent? Mm-hmm. He obviously wins, right? 
Yeah, but James Gonzalez is the Sarah Longo dude who broke Pat Sabatini's arm, yeah. remember, in the yep. CFFC. So watch out, you know, but uh, he should law it's definitely again a fight made to look to make law look good, you know. A couple other fights here. Alejandro Lara against Ilara Joanne. Lara is the favorite here right now. Minus 210, Joanne plus 175. I'll go with Lara. I know you are Same. too. Yep. Saba Homasi against Micah and uh, Mendoza. Uh, Homasi favored here. Minus 155, Mendoza plus 135. I think I think the favorite wins here too, Homasi. But uh, he's not really a guy I like trusting with my money because he can be knocked out. But I like Homasi here. Your pick? Me too, but I would also never put money on him. <laughs> Can't do it with that chin. Anatoly Tokov against Mohamed Abdullah. Yeah, you like this one. This is a good fight. Uh, Tokov right now, where's the odds? Minus 600, Abdullah plus 450. I think Tokov wins too, but the odds could be a little closer. What do you think? Tokov should fight somebody in the top five and not some random guy who just came into Bellator. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Captain Gano against uh, Pam Sorensen. To Gano, I mean, I, I, minus 265, Sorensen plus 225. Captain Gano doesn't make sense to me. I mean, like, what was the point of bringing her Bellator? She's not going to fight for the belt ever. Is she ever going to fight for the title? I don't get it. How much time does she need? She's like 40 years old. Don't get it, Marcel. I think she wins this fight, though. Pam Sorensen is not very good. What do you think? I agree. Brent Pyramids against Alexander Shabili. Uh, Shabili is slightly favored here. It's not much, though. If I'm not mistaken, where are the odds for this one? Minus 185. It's Primus plus 160. I, 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 I would take a shot. Uh, look at Brent Primus, Marcel. I think he's very underrated, man. You know, a former champion. As the underdog, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Shabili's decent, but like, I, I would look at Brent Primus. I'm assuming you're taking Shabili, though. Yeah, I think Chablis can be the champion. Man. So, oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I mean, Brett Pierce was a champion, though. You know, he's I underrated. Know. He's very underrated. But uh, I, I feel like Bellator doesn't do they good. Don't like they don't like him. They don't like him, No, but they don't do good in promotion, man. And Chablis against Brent Pierce. Why is this on the prelim, man? Put it on the main card. Brandon Ward against Cassius Kane. Ward is a huge favorite, minus 600. Or sorry, minus 270. Kane plus 230. Brandon Ward should win this fight. As long as yeah. he's, like, sobered up, because I know he had some... Uh, that's... Some you know he had some substance abuse issues. No one yeah. had some good article. Um, that yeah, fight should be changed with the Chablis against Premier fight, but I know, know they love Brandon Roth, so yeah. Yeah, Magomedov against Enrique Barzola. Five round fight here in the tournament, guys. Uh, odds right now: Magomedov minus one sixty five, Barzola plus one forty five. I gotta go with Magomedov though, Marcel. I have to. Yeah. yeah? And then we have Danny Sabatello, the shit talker, against the Andrew Higo. Sabatello uh, shocked the world. He is uh, minus five twenty-five. He go plus four fifteen. Plus four fifteen. I like the A Sabatello here, Marcel. I like him a lot. I mean, the odds are huge though, but he should win. You like him? Fifty forty-two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think he's just going to be ten eight rounds? Eh? It, it yeah. could be. It could be. And the main event here, five rounds as well. Gager and Musasi against Johnny Eblin. Right now, Musasi minus two seventy. Eblin plus two thirty. How do you not take Musasi? I mean, I know Eblin's undefeated. I know he's a good prospect, but Gager Musasi. I like Musasi and Marcel. If Musashi is focused and he wants to win, he wins the fights. If he's know? motivated, do his motivated yeah. face, Marcel. Let's if see the motive. Let's see the face. Is, sorry, do his motivated face, motivated <laughs> his sleepy face. face. You never see that meme where it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know listen, what I'm talking about. If he's motivated, he listen. Maybe you think I'm crazy, but if he's motivated, he can beat Adesanya, dude. So, yeah, I, mean, I, I think so. I actually agree. I completely agree. I mean, he's he's a great striker. He's a good fighter. He's experienced. He's great. Yeah. But you know we'll never see that fight because he no. went to Bellator to get more money, which I don't I don't blame him at all same, um, same. to do that as well. So, all right, um, that's it for for uh, that preview. Let's just get a couple questions. Get out of here. It's twelve o'clock, so I want to get out of here. I want to eat some lunch. Uh, Angel's not You talked about what's up, Michael. We we don't know yet, um, but apparently in the fight book, 
Bryce Mitchell, I don't know either. I mean, I'm not sure. And Korean Zombie makes sense for me. Who should Tiberia fight next? He's supposed to fight Barboza, but we don't know yet. Yeah. If that's going to happen. Andrew, uh, Jim Gonzalez, I kind of agree. I mean, he has that one over 17, but again, 8-5 and five against the guys undefeated who Bellator loves. I'm just saying the odds are ridiculous, you know? So there's a reason, that I think, for that. All right, guys, I appreciate everyone joining us, man. It was, it was fun. Marcel, two back-to-back podcasts. Two hours of talking, not easy, but we got done. All right, Marcel, plug yourself. Let's get out of here, my friend. Yeah, it's still Big Marcel 24 on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read my articles. If you can uh, if you can uh, read Dutch, you can read them on Eurosport.nl, Mixed Martial Arts section. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Martin, guys. Podcast, MMAOddsBreaker.com. It's on our iTunes, Spotify. It's on YouTube, of course. We, we appreciate when everyone's in the live chat, but you guys can catch the replay, of course. It's always fun to do that. Um, as well, you guys can uh, follow my work at uh, bookies.com. got my best bets coming back this week and uh, miamianews.com for some news. So I'm looking forward to that, Marcel. I'm glad to be back, Marcel. I'm glad I'm alive. I'm glad I'm here. And uh, I'm excited to uh, see how this card plays out, guys. Again, no podcast Monday, Tuesday. We're going to start doing the Sunday show. So we're excited about that for the change. We're going to try out for the summer, see how it goes. And Michael said that he's, he's new here and he said, great job. And he's new. Hey, man, appreciate it. Join us every Sunday, man. You're welcome to come here. Yeah. Anyone's welcome, you know? Um, we, we love it. We love the back and forth. And we'll get this last question, Antoine, the last one, because I like you. How does Strickland Pereira go? You got to watch the next uh, podcast. This, That's the answer. This, <laughs> I, I give you already a sneak peek. This is going to be a fun one, but because you're going to think Adam's going to choose the, a certain person, but he's not, and people are going to think I'm going to so choose a certain person. Which I'm not going to choose. So I think that's be... what's going to happen too. That I think that's what's going to happen. We'll see what's going on. All right, guys, <laughs> have a great weekend. Happy Father's Day to everyone out there. Talk to you guys soon. Peace, and I'll see you guys next Sunday, 10 a.m. for the.